0: I'm Carrie Adams and you're listening to Carrie's Connoisseurs, coming to you from Solid Gold Podcasts. Here we talk to the movers and shakers, the drinkers, the dreamers, and all the people who make it happen in the liquor and luxury industries from around the world. Today I've got a very special treat in store for you. It's a Frenchman for Father's Day. It's Baptiste Grandjean. Did I say that correctly? Wonderful. Wonderful. Welcome to Gary's Connoisseurs and thank you for coming in. This is the treat that I promised you in one of my newsletters uh, where Harvey was going to come in and do the second in our sort of little series of learning to speak and drink French. But instead, we got an import from Chateauneuf-du-Pape and I thought, what better could I give you for Father's Day than... 20 minutes 30 minutes with a real live Frenchman from Provence you said I thought you're from Chateauneuf,
1: Chateauneuf it well is Provence.
0: it is Provence really I were finished. you born there
1: yeah I was born there next door to Avignon the city of Pope you know that
0: <laughs> yes I know that and you are a third generation in your family business. Tell me about it.
1: Absolutely. So my, my granddad started in the 50s after the war, you know, so I would say it's kind of a short story from a French point of view. And the vineyards were not uh, from a legacy, you know, just purchasing. And, and during the 50s and the 60s, we would be able to purchase land, you know, it was... A good time, an easy time, I would say. Um, so I'm, I run the estate from the last twenty-five years. I took over in '99 with my brother and my sister. And when we took over the estate, most of the wine was sold in grapes or by in bulk, you know. So no any bottle with our brand name. So when we try this lovely juice, it would be a shame not to be able to put in our own bottle with our own label, you know. And so we, we have launched Domaine de Cristia on the 2000 vintage, and to today we are trying the 2020, so it's kind of 20 years anniversary. That's
0: amazing. And you obviously grow the bulk of it is Grenache, I'm sure, and Syrah.
1: Yeah, and Mourvedre
0: And Mauverde, yes. yes.
1: Grenache for sure is the is main grape. It is the king grape of the Southern Rouen Valley, and blending with Syrah and Mourvedre just allow it to get the perfect balance in the tasting. You know.
0: Domaine de Cristia. Who's Cristia?
1: It's not my family name at all. It's a s- small Ludi in Chateau de Dipap, a small area where are located most of my vines.
0: And so it's the name of an area. Absolutely. It wasn't your grandfather falling in love with the girl next door.
1: No, no, nothing. No. And by the way, it's not linked to the Christ, to Jesus, because there is no H on Christia, So C R I S C I H. Yeah. I saw
0: that.
1: It could be fun in Chateau de Dipap to have a link to the Jesus, but.
0: Yeah. We could make one up and say that the guy who did it couldn't spell.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We can Uh try that. Yeah, absolutely.
0: So explain to my listeners and my viewers, what sets the Rhone apart from, say, Burgundy or the Loire or Bordeaux?
1: First, I would say, in despite of the soil, the climate. the climate is the main theme from um, a South African point of view. We can see France as a small country, but even in France, you have the South and the north. Mm. And for us, when you go over Lyon, it's already the north, you know.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> like, wherever it comes from, we don't speak to him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Yeah, uh,
0: growing in the dark, you're growing in the sunlight.
1: Absolutely. It's the reason why you are so tan, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, in Southern Rome we have a, a lovely um, friend which is a mistral, which is a, a terrific wind but very helpful and healthy for the vineyards. And the other friend is the sun, you know, so we have a pretty warm area even in the wintertime, very sunny and uh, and dry, by the way, so uh, it's perfect condition for growing grapes in natural and healthy area. Um another point is the soil. So if you go up north to France, like Appellation you have just noticed, uh you have some quartz, some schist, some different kind of soil. Yes. It's more or less nothing to do with what we have in southern Rhone, which most of the vineyards are been fascinated by the Rhone and the sea many years ago. So you have a real base of clay, limestone and sandy soil. That's the main thing, so you know, in the Rhone. In the Rhone, yeah. Mm.
0: So, what about the story that Grenache and Syrah likes to have gravelly soil, likes to have gravel or stones? Sometimes when you drive through France, especially in in the Rhone, I see big
1: red. These, these, stones. these big pebbles have been yes. made by the Rhone, and, I said, by the Rhone and the sea millions, maybe billions of years ago, and. The, movement of the water just fascinates the mm. roundness of the pebbles, you know. But underneath, uh, underground, you get much more clay and the clay is also coming yes. from the, this, this area. Um, I would say we, we have not very rich soil because we have not so much water, you know. So that's perfect for the Grenache, which can get beautiful quality when you have decent, reasonable yield. Mm. So too much water, too much yield will not allow the Grenache to be as concentrated as we expect, you know.
0: What kind of yields do you get off your Grenache vineyards, for example, officially, in a good vintage?
1: Officially, Grenache in Château du pape and the rest of the grapes are not supposed to go over 35 hectoliters, so 3,500 liters, which is one of the lowest yields in France. It's
0: very low.
1: We, 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 we fly over 18, 25, 32. It depends on vintage. It depends on the quantity of water you get, of the dryness. But usually, yeah, I would say 27, 28 is decent average for Chateau du
0: So how do you make money?
1: We don't make money.
0: <laughs> Shame. I feel so sorry for you. Is it why you all go fighting and shouting in the street and striking?
1: No, I mean, you, you don't want to make too much money in France. It's not a philosophy. Um, I'm kidding, for sure. You have a wonderful we, lifestyle, though. Yeah, it's, I think the, the country is the base of the lifestyle. It's you know? gorgeous.
0: He <laughs> doesn't want to live in France? The
1: food, where.
0: the wine.
1: Yeah, I, I totally agree. Everything, everything is great is in our country. So, for many reasons, I don't want to leave it, you know. And when I fly over and I come back, I'm very happy to come back in my country, you know. Yes. But sometimes you have some issues, like everywhere in the world, you know. Yes. Of but, course. but you have a lovely country in South Africa, and I, I thank God to be able to come there. To discover
0: this is his first time in South Africa. And so- he's never been here before.
1: And first time in Southern Hemisphere as so well. First ever.
0: time in the Southern Hemisphere. And you like it. I love it. And he's come at a time when our rand has just crashed. So he just emptied out his six-year-old's piggy bank before he left France last week and took his last week's pocket money, I think, and you paid for your whole trip, didn't you? (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) So now Father's Day is coming up. And I want you to maybe think about buying something French and red because Father's Day is very close to the winter solstice. Mm -hmm. We're getting right into the middle, the heart of winter in South Africa. And the South Africans love, like everyone, we love to drink red wine when it's cold. So you're going to talk us through. We've got these little glasses each. We've got a little glass each. And you're going to tell me, tell my listeners, if they bought a bottle of these... Start. I don't know which one you want to start with. That's all fine. of them are available, guys. You can buy all of them through the Solid Gold online store. Um, I'm just having a look here. Harve gave me a little thing here. of Of pricing, so we'll know exactly how much we're going to be spending
1: on these things.
0: So, what are we going to taste first?
1: The one on the left.
0: Talk me through it. Tell me what it is. And give me a tiny bit.
1: Okay. So, I guess you know about French Appellation, but they are very framed, you know? Which yeah. is the key of the success of our Appellation. Uh, versus what you, the way you work in the New World, that you can do whatever you do, whatever you do. Yeah. Which is, which is a lovely it's not
0: a good idea. Yeah. Before I die, I want Appellation Control in South Africa. Okay. You know, it's already... Happening by itself organically, because while you're here, you'll taste Um, The Cabernet from Stellenbosch is superior to the Cabernet from most other parts of the cave. Yes Uh, The Swartland is producing good Grenache and Chenin Blanc Um, Franschuk produces nice Chardonnay, you know, it's starting to It's starting to tell us where it likes to grow but we're not stupid. We can test the soils. We know exactly, like you did hundreds of years ago. Yeah, so in France, you're only allowed to plant specific grapes in specific areas, and that's what we're talking about, appellation control.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So we start with the Grenache, which is called Vendepay. Previously, now it's IGP, but it's Let's pass on that. It's yeah, it
0: gets too complicated too, yeah, for them, they don't yeah, yeah. care
1: about that. And, and we try a pure Grenache, okay? So um, this is, the, as I said previously, the king grape of this um, area. But the, what we call the Vendepay is out of appellation, so we can almost do what you want. Uh considering that if you can't plant some Cabernet Sauvignon or some Pinot in Southern Rhone, because Can it would you not. Can you blend
0: stuff into that?
1: You could blend in a kind of Vendetable, table, the yeah. very base of the pyramid. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't make sense from French point of view, okay? <laughs> we are not used to this. <laughs> so maybe it could make sense, but we we're we not okay. used to
0: And this guys is not expensive wine. This is like a 150, 160 rand bottle of wine, round about. am I right?
1: I don't okay. make the currency, but I you. don't you. know the currency. Cheers. Cheers, man. So Grenache, 100% Grenache, 25 <laughs> years old vines. No oak, only stem, concrete tank. Concrete H, tank. H, yeah. So
0: How old did you say the vines are?
1: 25.
0: Okay. That's pretty young. 25 year olds are always yeah. nice. <laughs>
1: That's pure ganache. So you have the, this fruity, jammy flavour on the first one. Gorgeous.
0: Roll. And then, and the palate equals the nose. Yeah. So you've got this lovely, sweet, juicy fruit that says, drink me, drink me, you know. Really does shout out of the glass saying, drink me, drink me. Callum, would you like to have a taste? We're trying to get the sound engineer drunk. He's so strict. He gives, he gives me trouble all day, every day. So I'm trying to get him to drink, but he's not. In fact, I think you might be able to teach Calum to drink. Hey, Kel?
1: I, I wish I could. <laughs> I need to stay a few few weeks more. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, inevitably, the alcohol levels on French wine are generally lower. But I see that these are pretty much the same as what we have, 14 and a half. Hey, 14, yeah. 13 and a half. What is it? 14 and a half
1: yes it depends on vintage I, you know, like, but I don't
0: really care about how high the alcohol is as long as the wine's balanced at the end of the day and that's this has got so much fruit to go with the alcohol eh? and no oak which is nice
1: it's usually linked to the, the alcohol level and the warmness of the wine you know?
0: mm. it gives nice texture and mouthfeel nice as well you know alcohols. Why, why else we would be drinking fruit juice
1: otherwise no yeah, for sure i totally agree and when you have a light wine, you drink more, you know, so at the beginning, <laughs> it's the same. Um, in that case, this wine is kind of daily wine drinking, you know, so I would not say I can drink, a, can have a bottle every day, but it's not so far. And Do you
0: uh, drink a bottle of wine
1: a day? I used to, now I have much more responsibility, so...
0: Yeah, you so see, down, and you've got so to down. give your children a an example for your children
1: absolutely you know so
0: do you think your children he's got two little boys hmm? mm-hmm. six and eight yeah, absolutely they are they going to make one like their daddy
1: i don't know I, I will let them go wherever they want but um, maybe i can drive them and explain them that's it's beautiful work and you you are doing amazing stuff every day it's very various you travel a lot you meet a lot of Lovely people, Mm. some strange people as well, (laughs) but (laughs) in in any case, that's um, a beautiful life, and so they will decide by themselves. I
0: think that's one of the wonderful things about the wine industry that I've loved so much, and I've been in the wine industry for 2,000 years. Nobody's older than me in the wine industry. The people you meet in the wine industry really do make a big difference, and it's not just here. It's all over the world. Wherever you travel in the wine industry, you are absolutely bound to meet really, really nice people. Absolutely. And yeah, for sure. Yeah,
1: that's the point. That's the magic of the work, you know, because we are visiting like 10 different countries every year, and you meet some crazy people. It's crazy <laughs> in a good way.
0: <laughs> you do meet crazy. This is gorgeous, guys. I highly recommend it. It's for under 200 rand a bottle. It's French. It's gorgeous. It's juicy. It's delicious. It's succulent. It's... I don't know what the weather's going to be like on, I think Father's Day is the 18th of June, which is pretty much, as I say, close to the depths of winter. It's the winter solstice. It's probably going to be cold. What would we eat with this? What would you recommend they eat with this?
1: As an untreatable wines, but in a good way, I, you go with charcuterie, plateau of cheese, you know. Or by itself, you know. We usually drink this wine in the summertime. And so you put out of the fridge and mm. just have a glass and that's it.
0: It's really nice wine. For those of you who haven't got huge amounts of money to spend on Prezies, it's much nicer than a pair of underpants or socks for Dad or Grandpa. I highly recommend one. Let's finish this because we haven't got a spittoon. Callum oh, really? didn't give us a spittoon. So we have to finish this. The next time, pour me a little less. It's early morning and I'm drinking red wine.
1: Okay, so next week I will drink water. <laughs>
0: Ooh. Guys, in case you can't see the name, can they see the name, Carol from here? It's Domaine de Christa. Christia.
1: Christia. Yeah.
0: Christia. It is... Oh, and there's even that lovely spiciness on the back it, hey? yeah. yeah. You can't get away from that in Chateau. Nice.
1: you have a kind of cinnamon flavor. Also, and oh, lovely.
0: I've just got it now. It's so nice. What's the next one?
1: Number two is a Côte duron Okay, so... Um, I know you're familiar with French appellation, but if people looking at us are not, uh, Codiron is a um, area in southern Rhône, which is 100,000 hectares, okay? So it's just a small part of the French vineyards, considering.
0: 1,200 w- or
1: 102?
0: 100, 100, You sound one like Jacob z- Zuma. he <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <It's laughs> not know Jacob glass Zuma.
1: Of wine, no? <laughs> no, I mean 100,000 hectares, so it's one zero 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 zero. Okay? okay? As you consider your your in down there in South Africa is 90,000, you know? Mm. So even so Rome bigger. is already bigger than South Africa. Yeah, yeah. And you have to consider all the other appellations, you know that's each country, you know that. Yeah. So could you run the... is the main... I
0: think France should have been the biggest country in Europe. I think they could have made it bigger. Yeah. It's the best country in Europe.
1: Yeah, but I think we can push the world now.
0: It should have been all France, and we wouldn't have had any of the nonsense that's going on
1: at the moment, hey? So this Coduron is um framed in all the rules of uh um, appellation. This is also a, also pure Grenache, okay, on 60 years old vines. And um you have to consider that this Coduron is just on next uh, across the road of the border of Chateauneuf-du-Pape. So it's kind of baby Chateauneuf because From our point of view, all the quality of Chateauneuf are in this wine, but not the appellation. So you have a Chateauneuf style for affordable corduroy price. Yeah, Yeah. brilliant. It's exactly
0: what you want. So do you only use grapes that you have grown? You don't buy grapes in from for, anybody. For
1: Domaine de Christia, it's only ours, only your but grapes. we also have a, what we call a negro activity besides, yeah. where we purchase grapes or juice, um, specific appellation. Like, by example, we have not so much white grapes planted on the estate, so I purchase some Viognier, Roussan, Marsan from some other uh, Naseboro nice suppliers and make the Christia collection brand, yes. which is Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Excuse me, we're all getting colds in no, South Africa. No worries.
1: It's lovely winter so far, you know? Yeah. So, the days probably. are
0: beautiful and nights are
1: cold. <laughs> and this one has in the same style as the previous one, but with much more complexity, oh, yeah. much more body, much more depth, you know. So you can get a kind of five, six, seven years keeping capacity. Uh, this is already a 2020 vintage. Very approachable wine, but very serious as well. And we had um, a perfect pairing with, um, Rebuy the other night. Ribeye. Yeah, it was just the fat of the rebeye. They have I cook for you? No, we have been to restaurant every day. Have you? Every lunch, every dinner, you know so. You must I, make
0: I, him cook for you.
1: Yeah, I can ask.
0: I, I make think. him cook for me sometimes if he comes to my house. Yeah. French food, French yeah. wine. Yeah. This is gorgeous guys. This is much more serious. I'm sure we're paying much more money for this, hey? Should we look?
1: I'll uh, let you make the conversion. <laughs>
0: It's not kosher. Three hundred dollars brand a bottle. I mean, it's not. Hey, is this a Garigue? Yes. Yeah.
1: The Garigue is um, um, the name of the area, mm. and what is a Garigue in France is a very dry land where nothing grows so much but vines or herbs de Provence. You know, like thyme or, or rosemary. Mm, mm. So, and you get this kind of flavors in the you wine. Do
0: you do get that herbaceousness mm-hmm. in the wine, but not horribly so. I'm not big on herbaceous wine. But this is not horribly so herbaceous; it's delicious. And oak—what kind of oak management does it get?
1: Um, we go with maximum fifty percent with well-seasoned barrels. You know, we don't want to go with the oaky flavors. And for sure, it's mainly French oak. It's it's. I can't believe this is
0: only Grenache. Yeah. It tastes like there's Syrah in there as well. No, no, no. It's much, well, it's and Gros- it's much more dense than our Grenache.
1: We are supposed to add some, but we don't. You know, so that's uh, yeah. Get the expression of the king grape.
0: Why should you do what you're told to do? You're French.
1: Yeah, <laughs> see, I hope nobody will see this video in France. <laughs> so I will get a control, you know.
0: <laughs> it's delicious. And I don't tell everybody their wine's delicious. Some people get upset because if it's not delicious, I don't say so. But this really is nice wine. I don't want it to be finished.
1: Maybe I would need a spitter.
0: You need a spittoon? Yeah. You could spit into that barrel, but then um, things could get raucous because we could have spitting competitions. Are oh, really? we? Uh, yeah, in the cellar. Do you do that in France?
1: Uh, so spitting furthest? Yeah, but we can see who one is the best, yeah. But, <laughs> but I would say again, we don't practice so much, you know?
0: <laughs> we don't either. Mm. Yeah. That is really, really nice. Is it a single vineyard? Yes. <laughs> Wow. For that price, I'm not sure you're going to get a wine of that caliber from many countries in the world for that kind of price.
1: Yes, I was said, yes.
0: It's really delicious. What's the next one?
1: Now we go on the Serious Wine. Um, actually, this is... That's
0: the same as the other little bottle we had, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah actually, I?
1: that's the same, but as this one is open from yesterday night, we could have a, a double-check if we have any doubt. And I will... This is fine. Okay. Hmm? Sometimes the wines are showing better the day after, you know. So yeah, the, you sometimes never know. they do. You never know. I don't know how the wine reacts in southern hemisphere, you know, so... Um, I'm curious to see that. And um,
0: They taste very different at high altitude. Sometimes you can't taste them at all.
1: For, for sure. I try those wines almost every day, you know, and they are different from last week when I was in France. And it's the same when I go in the in, in United States and the wine really? tastes different. Yeah. So I don't know if it's do you the know that we
0: did one year? There was a panel of us who did brought me a tasting of exactly the same wines, um, in an aeroplane. Yeah, and down on the ground. Do you know that in an aeroplane you can't really? Taste anything?
1: No, most of wine, especially. Uh, you I just don't traveled,
0: taste anything.
1: I never travel in, in business or first, you know. So. Me neither. I went, we when, when pour, it worked, We live, We went. work in the wine industry. Yeah, yeah, So you, you usually go with. B or unless the,
0: I have a very, very wealthy. What if you got a spittoon? Oh, Callum, look, he's got a spittoon. Thank you, darling. Yeah. So, unless I have like a very wealthy French wine farm owner, and he flies me somewhere. Uh huh. A few of those, don't pretend that you don't make money, we know you rich,
1: yeah we're rich of we are rich of happiness, you know <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: good that's that's the right kind of rich to be,, Ooh, smells very different. Talk to me about this,
1: yeah, so that's now the big boy of the day, the serious one, the chateau of the mm. so you can see um. Château de Vipap, so it's one of the oldest appellation in France, uh, one of the first. I, I mean, like uh, with the, the frame rules made in 1936, you know. And Château de Vipap, for those who don't know, is a village first. It's a small town of 2,500 people. You know, that's pretty small. It's a and little and hill.
0: That's yeah, and it's
1: absolutely and <laughs> and it's um, 3,200 hectares around this village. So you have a border, you have a limit, and I found this comparison yesterday, but you can imagine Chateau de pape in the middle of the Rhône. It's like Lesotho in the middle of South yes, Africa. It's just it is. a point. And, um, but it's
0: a little sweet spot. Yeah. <laughs> like you find on a golf club, right?
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Sometimes
0: you just hit that sweet spot in your golf club and like, go,
1: yeah, yeah, that's, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's a lovely place for sure, and everything which is inside the border is on the pub, everything which is outside is not on du pub for sure. Um, we have specific rules, like yield, we talked about previously, the grapes we can use, because we are allowed to use only certain grapes, actually 8 red and 5 whites, uh, but we may go. 5
0: whites? Which are the 5 whites?
1: Oh... oh. Uh, you actually, see. actually, there are six of them, you know, because the Grenache can be white and red. Yes. So if I go with Grenache, Clairette, Roussanne, Picpoul, Bourboulenc.
0: Fionnier?
1: No, 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 no. Oh, yeah. I, I would say the Vacarez, but I hope no French, <laughs> French people can check that, you know, but, um, <laughs> or maybe Picardon. I can't remember, you know, but there are some.
0: Picpoul. um,
1: Bourboulenc, which is, which you have to say. And there is the last one, but that nobody uses, you know. So it's not familiar. We are okay, not familiar Okay, well, let's with. leave that. Okay, one. but Grenache, white, Clairette, and Roussanne are the main ones. Like yeah. when you go with the reds, so you can use eight, but the three main are Grenache, Syrah, and Morvette, Yeah. Which we usually call GSM blend GSM, in the new world. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. One specificity on my wine that's we are growing grapes on the christia area which is a sandy soil area so like you were talking previously about red clay and big Mm, stones mm. nothing to do with my area and to make things very easy the wine you can produce on sandy soil are very gentle Mm, compared to the the wine made, yeah yeah, very fine and gentle tannins as the wine you produce usually on clay and stones are much more bigger dark and need to be weighed a little bit to be drunk okay compared to my wine which is Already drinkable, but you still have a keeping capacity of fifteen twenty years. Easy I've, got, you want some,
0: to I've got some old Chateau in my okay. own cellar, and I open one. Um, they do they do grow old very gracefully. They're uh-huh. beautiful, and Chateau Neuf de Pape in many countries outside of France. Um, people think they're smart when they're ordering Chateau de Pape. So somehow, it became. One of the appellations that produced infinitely drinkable wine and a lot of people, if they don't know anything else, they'll say, oh. you know, sometimes when you're sitting in a French restaurant or an overseas very smart Michelin-starred restaurant and you're looking at this thing and you actually don't know what you're doing. Yeah. We do because we work in the industry, but it's very daunting for people who don't. de pape springs out and says, buy me. Yeah. It's terribly well known. I don't know who marketed it so well. In the 16, 17, 1800s. I don't know. I think
1: that the wine by itself, you know, it's that... It's been you have wonderfully marketed, You can't yeah. be disappointed by a shop in It can be big, it can be light, it can be elegant or more full-bodied, but you will be never disappointed.
0: No, you never are. And the other thing that I was going to say to you is for... I'm assuming that you get low yields from these vines as uh-huh, well. Uh-huh. For low-yielding vines... Um, the price point on Châteauneuf is just such good value for money. I mean, you can pay a thousand, two, three, four thousand rand. We're talking about rands if yeah. you're buying some of the top top um, Châteauneufs here. Yeah. But it's a fraction of what you would be paying for something out of Bordeaux or Burgundy.
1: Yeah. You know, we can still increase. <laughs> that
0: wasn't an invitation yeah, to put
1: yeah. your price up. Uh, that's not the goal of the day, you know. But yeah, <laughs> for for sure, that's. I mean, that's. We, we really well with that, you know, so. So look at that
0: color. I mean, I just, our in this country is almost translucent. It's almost like Pinot Noir.
1: Yes. You can uh,
0: see right through
1: it. Actually, Grenache can be a little light sometimes, depending on the ripeness yes. of the vintage. So adding, blending with Syrah and Morvedo will bring much more body, spice, yes. and dark color. Yes. Okay. We don't go with too much of these two other grapes because Grenache is still the base. So is this,
0: is this pretty much Grenache. Grenache dominated.
1: 75 Yeah, okay.
0: okay. I love the nose. It's gorgeous. You can smell that it's serious. Yeah. I think it's a sulky, bad, grumpy man, this one.
1: <laughs> what do you man? think? I think that I can make a comparison with somebody, but in any case, I know the wine by heart for the last 25 years, you know, so. Mmm. Yeah. I...
0: Mmm. 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 I'm not going to spit it out. You can't. Nice. I have to. I'm swallow it. Are you going somewhere after this to taste some more?
1: We try all day long, you know, so <laughs> we, we can play this game.
0: <laughs> yeah, me too.
1: Yeah.
0: It's very delicious. Yeah,
1: thank you, man. So this is 2020,
0: did 2020, you say? 2020,
1: which was, uh, you know, remember the COVID year, you know? It was a
0: difficult so year, but it was a cracker of a vintage, I think. Yeah,
1: for us, it was absolutely yeah. perfect, because on this kind of vintage, you have quantity and quality, you know? Mm. So um, Decent yield. Pays the school fees. Yeah.
0: Very nice. What are we paying for this? I better tell everybody what we're going to pay for this. I'm loving doing a French wine tasting on a Friday morning. Guys, these prices, don't hold me to them, but I'm giving you ballpark prices here. This is going to be about 800 rand a bottle. Which point. if you consider that some of our not even top wines in South Africa are more than that, at this stage of the game.
1: I mean, there is a question of mm. quantities as well, because that's decent production. That's uh, the main wine we make at Christia. So I would say that's uh, like the spine of the estate, you know, so mm. that's the basic. And we have a lot of, I mean, a few single vineyard selection, and I guess that's the same in the rest of the world. As in Chateau du Pape, there is no grand cru or premier cru, like in yeah. Burgundy, Bordeaux or Champagne. We do our own vineyard selection, like you do, guys, in the new mm-hmm. so world, you know? So we have a specific, uh, saw with a specific exposition, all vines, we have some which are 100 years old, some are 115 years old, 115.
0: It's so and gorgeous, the, then. Yeah. Are they bush vines?
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. we call it gobelet in French. Yeah. gobble gobbley. It looks like a crown, <laughs> if you want, you know. Yeah. And for you, it's a kind of bush and small yield, uh, nice exposition, nice aeration, so perfect ripeness, usually high level of alcohol. But uh, so let's lovely.
0: talk about let's talk about this Rolls Royce, okay? Because this is your Rolls Royce. When when I say Rolls Royce, I can see you looking glazed.
1: I don't know this word. It's
0: your top, one of your top wines, okay? It's, as luxury, as far as luxury goes, it's very luxurious.
1: You mean a flagship?
0: Flagship. Okay. Same thing.
1: Okay. I didn't know, I, I, know this world. Do
0: you have Rolls Royces in France?
1: No, I didn't know this world. <laughs> I, know no, I, I, keep it you know? here. Ah, okay.
0: <laughs> so let's talk about the vinification. Well, let's talk about when we pick it. So you harvest in France in September? Yeah, rather? absolutely.
1: It can come from end of August until the beginning of October, but usually in the, Normal vintage, I would pick these grapes around the twenty fifth of September, you know. So, which we, we want to get the perfect That's ripeness. That's
0: quite late. So, do you have long, slow ripening? Because sometimes, mind you, they said mistral. So, does the mistral blow during yeah. harvest time?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, most of the time. So, it helps to uh, to dry the, the grapes and concentrate the, the juice. You know. Um, Actually, we can pick the grapes earlier. It depends on what kind of profile you want to give to the wine. But the riper...
0: So what's your optimum, your best harvest, your best vintage that you could have? Tell my listeners from the day you start checking for ripeness.
1: I think you won't like like my answer because every vintage is perfect. Stop
0: trying to cop out of it. Just tell us what (laughs) what your favorite harvest would be.
1: I mean... I'm used with mid September, mid end of September, you know, because mm. when you go after the twenty fifth of September, you can get the rain of the um, I don't know the name. You say the tropic of uh, tropical. the, the, no, of yeah, the, the cyclone. The, yeah, the, the the season change, you mm. know. So when you go mm. from so tell you know, me the,
0: now, do you what kind of bricks do you pick at? What kind of uh, baling do you pick at?
1: Sugar levels. Ah, we don't look at the sugar levels.
0: You don't take no, it. You no, just no. taste. No, no. We nice.
1: just taste. And when we have the perfect optimum maturity of That's why it's the tannins, so nice. is the reason why sometimes you can have some 14% of alcohol and sometimes you have 16% of <laughs> alcohol wine. But you don't care about that at the beginning. It's only Good. a matter of taste. Don't tell them. Yeah.
0: yeah. So you just taste.
1: We just taste.
0: And what do you need to taste in that grape? And then you say, <claps> let's harvest today.
1: Yeah. I would say something more next, but the skin and the, Yeah, I don't know the word in English. But you know sometimes, with my previous wine assistant, winemaker, we were in the vines, and without trying the grapes, just being in the vines, and looking at the balance of the color, the color of the grapes and the color of the leaves, we say, okay, that's ready, because you can feel it in the grapes.
0: You develop a relationship with your vines, don't you? They're almost like people.
1: Yeah, I know. I don't sing with them, for sure. Do you fight with them? (laughs) <laughs> are you kidding? No, but for sometimes I slept inside.
0: Did you? <laughs> a winemaker who hasn't slept in amongst his vineyards is not worth anything.
1: Yeah, you got to sleep way.
0: in your vineyards, you got to sleep in your winery. Sometimes.
1: Winery for sure, you know, yeah, yeah. some some nights are very stressful during the harvest yeah. time. So nutrition. you look,
0: you fall in love with your grapes, you think today's the day I'm going to set you free. You <laughs> cut them all, you take them to the winery,
1: yeah. and anyway. That's it. The magic do do the magic starts itself. The
0: magic happens in the cellar. So do you do carbonic maceration, or do you squeeze, or do you, what do you do?
1: We have a very large way of making, but let's say that on the best last wine we made, you keep whole cluster, and you do a very gentle vinification. So you do whole
0: branch pressing, yeah. Okay, yeah. Awesome.
1: yeah. And so you do a between two weeks and four weeks maceration and fermentation, and as you keep them in some special uh, cuves, you do very gentle vinification, like uh, pumping over, you know, remontage. Do you pump over? Yeah, yeah, every day, just to make the grapes a little wet, you know. Mm. And then you wait and try the wine every day, until the day you say, okay, now we can take them out and take the fruit juice and take the grapes, make the press, and see what happens, you know.
0: So they've been on the skins for sometimes up to two weeks, you
1: say? Yeah, average it's three weeks, okay? Yeah. Make it easy. We I always
0: thought 14 days was like, 14-15 days was like a magic number.
1: This one would be one week, this one would be two weeks, yeah, this yeah. one would be three weeks, and yeah. the flagship would be four weeks.
0: And do you inoculate for, for um, yeast. fermentation?
1: Do, you, do you, you mean adding yeast? Do you add yeast? Again, there is not an official recipe, so some tanks are yeasted, some are not.
0: So if they do it by themselves, if they just start from the naturally you just leave them
1: absolutely yeah absolutely. yeah
0: and yeah. if they don't then you add a yeast you know, that you know you're what familiar what? With.
1: from from an analog point of view it's not allowed to, <laughs> to let the, 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 the tanks be um determined by themselves but oh, we really? do we do like oh, the indigenous. Nah, it's said. a joke i mean that from a school point of view you have to be much more square but from our point of view sometimes indigenous are much great at the very yes. end of the wine, you know. Yes. You don't, you don't master the profile. You, you let the wine express by itself.
0: Yes. So now it's been lying on its skins. It's been dripping slowly. You've been getting this beautiful free run juice. Everything's really waiting to go into where you ferment in, in barrel.
1: So actually we ferment in concrete tank and when we leave that, some of the juice goes in the concrete, some goes in oak.
0: Do you okay. use those eggs?
1: No. No. That's a good answer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't.
1: I, I, I'm. It's very
0: popular in South Africa at the moment. People I think are it's very popular every them.
1: year, so I don't know why people use that. You know, I think it's, I would say it's pretty interesting for white wine. Yeah. Especially no, with the sediments. it's sediment.
0: very good for the whites. They okay. get that lovely minerality on it.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, it's about yeah. it. but we, we don't make so much white. For
0: red, so. I wouldn't put, I, that was going to be my next question. Anyway, let's, let's finish making this beautiful white. So now, it goes into a tank, Yes. and it's going to ferment for how long?
1: Actually, in theory, the fermentation has already been made, you know? So when you do that, fermentation is over. The alcoholic fermentation, then you go with the malolactic fermentation, which allows... Do you allow you, mellow. Yeah, yeah, because it makes... Uh, Soft. Yeah, less acidity. Yeah. And then once you fill the tank or you fill the barrel, then you can wait until 18, 24, 30 months before saying, okay, now... How the long does is your ready?
0: mellow go on for? On balance,
1: when everything okay, I would say one week.
0: Do you stop it if it carries on going?
1: No, 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 because we need it on the reds and for the whites. Again, it's not very. The
0: whites, you don't want too much, otherwise, stop getting flabby and yeah, light like it, a it, big fat lady. It, 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 <laughs> <laughs> hey? it,
1: it's good. It's good. Um, it's good for us to go with the like on the whites. On the whites. Yeah.
0: I like a bit of mellow on the white. I mean, there's something flabby. You know when you after you've had too many babies and your bottom gets too big and you need to wear a...
1: You know what I mean? I'm not sure to cut Kelly's anything. looking
0: very uncomfortable. He <laughs> might have to cut this bit out.
1: <laughs> I, I have this image. <laughs> Are
0: you imagining? Sometimes there's nothing like firm and... um Athletic about it. I sometimes like my wine to be a little bit, my white wine to be a little bit more athletic. The red wine you want it to be soft and gorgeous and plush and luxurious. White needs to be a bit more bracing. What do you think?
1: I think I understand why you say that because I've tried a lot of Chenin Blanc in your mm. country, and it's you know an, what exactly, I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean.
0: Sort of all over the place.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's so mellow,
0: and I think that mellow might be doing
1: it. Uh, are you familiar with uh, whites? Brown, mariettole, mm. mariettole, mariettole, I love Heret, them, Poussin, I love Marçin. them! They are They're so and they, are, they, are, they are much more, They're they are bigger than what you can clean there. And um, nothing to do with the Sauvignon, for example.
0: No!
1: <laughs> but much more. I
0: always used to be so rude about poor Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah. They, we're making some much better Sauvignon Blancs now.
1: This is gorgeous. Thank you so much.
0: We love this. What are and we going to eat with this?
1: Duck. Duck. Yeah. You have duck. are we
0: gonna, how are we, do have duck? You, you have hay, how we gonna cook that duck?
1: I can be in many, many ways. There is my way, which is on just on the barbecue, two sides, four minutes, boom, boom. Uh, <laughs> my, my mother's way, which is with green pepper and, green paper? Yeah, with green pepper. And most of restaurants, they go with honey, you know, so it's a little sweet and fat. honey or honey? Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: So I thought
1: of it. <laughs> I, I'm always be careful the way I go. <laughs> yes, even well, if you I think I understand the um, the bees. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so we're gonna have duck. Yeah, I could have duck. We could have a red wine reduction
1: yeah, sauce. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah.
0: We could pour over it.
1: Yeah. Maybe you can use this bottle which is open from yesterday. You use oh. this wine. Really perfect for the sauce.
0: Tell my listeners the story about the little. Coat of arms that makes you sure that you're buying the wine from the right area, hey?
1: Okay. Actually, this coat of arms is one of various ones because we are very French, so instead of having only one, we have three of them. So, <laughs> just as we said... That's a bit greedy. This, this one is the main Your one.
0: family very important.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, not mine, but just all the vignerons we are in Chateauneuf-du-Pape. <laughs> but this coat of arms guarantee you that the wine is stayed bottled, you know, so it's no blend with any others growers around. Yeah. You know? So sometimes you can make some blend as a Négos wine, but this one is only a state bottle, so one single family.
0: It's a stamp of quality, isn't it? It's a stamp yeah. of of uh, longevity and quality. And
1: you know, fr- French regulation and French frame are good because it's kind of, kind of part of the secret of the success of our wines, but sometimes... It's quite boring when you see the new world and the way you are... Totally you know what, there's a, ti-
0: there's a place for everything like that. And whilst we can't put the brakes on change and progress, we do have to put the brakes on the speed at which it happens. Mm-hmm. Because there have been so many brilliant things that were born out of um, movements that happened over a period of many years. I mean look at the we li- we living in a world at the moment where the modernists in in nineteen hundreds were a pain in the ass to everybody. I mean they really were they were like our people are now cancel this, cancel that, get rid of that that doesn 't work. we want to change this we want to be right. it didn 't take long for the clever people to work out that this was a lot of products, and the post modernist era was born out of that modernist cancellation. And they took all the stuff that was best and made it better. And there were people who, art, literature, architecture, you know, all those lovely things that came out of the postmodernist era. And we need to do the same with the wine world. We can't allow the revolutionaries to change it all together. And I love France for putting the brakes on just a bit like that and saying, guys, we're not cutting your wings off. We're just saying go slowly. No, there's still a place for the. There's still a place for the way this wine has been made for hundreds and
1: hundreds of years. I agree, but you can be, at the same time, pretty open-minded and look at what your neighbours are doing, you know, because France used to be the only one, the unique country of wine many years ago, and now there is a a world competition, which is crazy, amazing, you know, and we have. Yeah, but there's
0: people who are feathering their own nests and pushing their own narrative, you know. Everybody, thank goodness, each and every one of us who put on planet Earth have our own mind. We hope we get to a stage where most of them are educated. But some people like big, bold wine. Some people like shy, retiring wine. You taste some of those French wines next to some of the New World wines that are technically perfect. They're technically perfect, some of those New World wines. They just somehow don't have the elegance, nor the longevity, nor the savoriness that goes into a bottle of beautiful. For, oil.
1: for, for what I what, for all the wine I have tried, for sure you can make some lovely Cabernet and Pinot Noir everywhere in the world. You will never be able to make the Grenache like we do in Chateauneuf. Never, That's true. never, never. That's true. You can. And we just it.
0: need to say, guys, this is a fact. It's the eighth wonder of the world. It just is. We got the recipe we got the fruit, we got the know-how, that's what it is. Let's just stop trying to change it and just enjoy it. So we've just been enjoying it. Guys, it is amazing. This wine is delicious. It's called Domaine de la Cristia or De Christia, yes. Domaine de Cristia. It's in the solid gold shop. It's not expensive, it's absolutely delicious. We've had Baptiste to talk to us about it. I mean, that's just such a big plus. I've had fun. Did you have fun?
1: Ah, it was, it was lovely. Like, the, the week I just spent in South Africa was amazing. It a lovely also. time. That's my last day, but maybe not the least.
0: Are you flying home tomorrow? Yeah. Okay. I'm
1: supposed to go in a reserve tomorrow in a park just to uh, see a couple of animals, because...
0: What park are you going into?
1: I will be driven by somebody... I must have confidence in
0: The <laughs> park is very far away from him. No, it's
1: supposed to be like one hour drive. Or you know,
0: maybe so. he's taking you to the Pilansburg.
1: Mm, I think it's that like kind of Reno and lions, you know, so I hope it's just next door because I, I don't want to miss my flight, taking, but it should be fine.
0: he's taking you to the Pilansburg. Have you ever seen a real Reno?
1: No, never. We don't why. you
0: seen a real lion?
1: Yeah. I'm okay. not scared. Are we staying in the car?
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely stay in the car. Your one is gorgeous. Thank, Thank you for coming you. and spending Thank some time you. with me. It was. Buy some of this for Father's Day and beyond. It's gorgeous. Thank you.